What's up, cartel? Davey coming at you again with another episode. 61, number 61, with returning champion, anti-geoengineering motherfucker, Mr. Matt Landman in the house once again. And uh, we just kind of, uh, you know, we just kind of rolled you know freely and uh had a great conversation he's releasing uh franken skies 2 and uh it's called climate chains you know so that's a thing to, to think about you know turn climate change to climate chain chains right because that's exactly what they're trying to do they're they're just trying to enslave us more with all this fucking bullshit, you know? Let me tell you this. If you put two ice cubes and then you uh, fill your glass of water up, is that glass of water going to overflow? No. I don't think so. And that's exactly what they're trying to do with making you think that climate change is a real thing. So anyway, that's my little fucking uh, spiel and banter uh, before the show starts. But anyway, let me reintroduce you to Mr. Matt Landman on the Red Pill Cartel. And you guys know what you got to do, right? Yeah. You got to kick back. You got to relax. You got to smoke a doob. You got to drink a beer. Do what you got to do. Enjoy the show. So welcome back to the Red Pill Cartel. I'm your host, Davey Wavy, and I have returning champion here on the show tonight, anti-geoengineering activist, Mr. Matt Landman. How you doing, brother? Hey, Davey Wavy. I'm doing really I'm doing really great. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, um, yeah well, you sound pretty chipper, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm in an all right mood. It's um, it's raining here, and everyone's complaining that they want summer to come. But I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm all right. Everything's oh, dude, it is hot up here lately. Like the past three weeks or so, we've had like maybe a couple days that were like kind of cool and rainy, but it's been like nothing but like sun and like 95 degrees. <laughs> wow, you're and that's you're, Canada we're talking you're about. In, um, you're in Alberta, uh, Toronto. Oh, you're in Toronto. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's it's warm just about everywhere. We're, we're in a little lucky spot because, sorry to say, um, the rain is being diverted from um, the southwest, from like New Mexico and Arizona and, the, and all that, because it seems like they're really getting the agenda this year for fires and what have you. So they have to spin the water and have it go somewhere. So that's in our line of fire. So we've been getting a lot of moisture and we've been really droughted out and we got burned up a year and a half ago. So now's our turn for a little bit of wet. Everyone's complaining about it. They want summer to come, but when summer comes, it's with a vengeance. Like we had a heat. Yeah. And then, then you're going to have yeah. people complain about that too, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Last year it was like worst on the worst on record with crazy harp chemtrail uh, heat wave. You know, we got like, I was like 120 or something. It's unreal. You know, at that, at that point when the local environment's not used to it, the, 
the plants like get fried and oh yeah for sure you know it, it takes it takes an impact on everything you get all that uh <clears throat> that dried up uh grass too right yeah which is uh, very hazardous when it comes forest fire well where i live it's I'm, I'm realizing it's very rhythmic it's in a valley the valley runs um, north to south to north or whatever so the sun comes up and over the valley and it's a very big farming community and it's it really is a community of of a very intense seasonal rhythm and when the grass is dry people are on edge come july and august because that's the fire season and in august usually where we live in ashland we get about a month of really bad smoke it's every single year and people just plan the holidays ashland is where again southern oregon um it's in the valley where and the, the smoke like pools up where we live and the natives used to just leave during this time of year but last year we got about six straight weeks of unbreathable air and it it takes its toll on your psyche i'll tell you what oh sure dude i have to work outside too so it's it's pretty brutal man sometimes you know like people Uh, people say like i don't know how you do this job man like you're in the you're in the like the most extreme weather right and they say the winter's got to be brutal i said you know what winter's not half as bad as summer because I can bundle up, but I can't take all my fucking clothes off in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Indeed. What do you do? Uh, I can't really say. <laughs> Just out of respect, like I don't want to uh, say the company name or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Well, that's cool that you get to be outside. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I enjoy it like immensely. Like In the summer, I go totally bronze. And it, within like the first few days of summer, I'm just like, I'm bronze. And people are like, holy shit, dude, you're like, like black already. I'm like, yeah, dude, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I miss and I'm not, I'm not burning either. I'm just, I'm like getting nice vitamin D in my skin, right? It's making my skin all smooth and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good to be outside to get in, in the rhythm of, of, of your endocrine system, giving that sunlight. It gets you balanced. I'm telling you. I miss working on a farm right now. It's great, man. I'm my, I am now my own boss with my EMF clothing line and my activism and everything that I do as a filmmaker. Um, but it's not the, the life of being outside on a farm that I do miss. It's different. Right. You know, it's different. I spend a lot of time on the internet and whatnot. And I'm working on a sequel, Frankenskies 2, Climate Chains. Oh, yeah. Here we go. And that's that's unraveling as we speak with the with the everything. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But if anybody has any um, cool stories or people that could get interviewed, uh, old farmers or firefighters or anybody, I'm really open because I'm in the process of making the movie. And that's a big creative process when you're when you're in the midst of it because in in the end there's actually footage that you don't include so you've got to get a lot of stuff and sure and, yeah. and it ain't that easy when everyone's bought <laughs> you know yeah. you can't just get an anchor man or a uh, military pilot or whistleblower you can't really get like the ideal footage that i would want from interviews um i can't really get and so it's an interesting because a lot of farmers are bought too right yeah, well, and not everybody wants to. So it's it's interesting. I've I've analyzed it a lot as of late, 
And we live in a polarized, dualistic, um, left-right kind of paradigm. Like the world yep. we live in is very polarity. It's, it, it is. It's up, down, left, right, black, white. And it always has been. But now as of late, especially after the past few years, a couple years of programming with the nonsense and the masks and everything, it seems to be more so an attack on truth. It's truth versus non-truth, which is like falsehoods. And falsehoods are almost prevailing in in a sense. So with this attack on truth, everything is being put in this box of, well, they call it conspiracy theory, but it's really truth. So right. now truth is being so demonized that if I'm talking chemtrails, then that means I'm, you know, in this box of the way that people perceive people You're that are on that, yeah, on that side <laughs> of the fence, which means yeah. I'm against their narrative, whatever it may be, because of the programming, you know, and a lot of it is actually true. Like, I don't believe their official narratives that they that they've bought with the medical mafia or the um nasa or any of it you know the chemtrails there's so much the food system food, all of it but we are still human and we we can still like open our minds and, and speak to one another but it's, it's oh for sure dude like you gotta be yeah you gotta like love people like no matter what their mindset is you know what i mean mm-hmm. except when it comes to the elites you know, like the elites are like having sex with kids and shit you know you can't love that <laughs> right so nowadays, it's not that easy to get people on camera talking about chemtrails, even if they are awake, because there's such a demonization of truth. So interviewing farmers is not getting farmers on camera to talk, um, to be in a movie that, that isn't done yet. So they don't know how it's going to really look like how they're perceived by their peers. It's it's the social, psychological indoctrination, warfare, psychological warfare, all of it. It's very deep. Um, but there is this truth that's surfacing. So I, I kind of put the energy out there to God or the universe that I, that I needed, you know, some help with all of this finding of interviews. And I immediately got reached out to by some cool hotshot um, following firefighter people that are awake. And now I've got some cool interviews lined up with some hotshot firefighters that like bomb into fires and fight them from the inside out knowing that they can see clouds and knowing that the winds are engineered and, and stuff and they're still on the ground level. So that's really cool. And I did find some cool farmers through social media. I've been able to d- dig some up, but it's not easy. My point is, it's you would think that, I mean, if I was a farmer, number one, I'd be totally aware. I would think by being out there and ex- exposed to the elements and seeing the, 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 the can we curse or what? Oh, yeah, I have an explicit label on the show, so go for so, it. So, yeah, seeing the fuckery in the sky and witnessing drought causation and knowing that seeding of rain clouds exists as a farmer, I would be so excited to be in a, a, a chemtrail documentary or weather engineering, geoengineering documentary, but not everybody is is like me, it seems. But it'll happen as it as it does. And I'm going to be getting out there this summer on the road. I'm a little concerned that, that the world might start to fall apart in the fall. <laughs> and then can we, will, will we be able to freely travel like before? I don't know. Um, like right. this, this summer, I'm, I'm excited to get out there, get to a lot of farmer's markets, meet a lot of people in person, and to hopefully 
um, get a whole bunch of footage of, of real life interviews of how people became aware to weather modification and and chemtrails and the what the consciousness is surrounding it because the powers that be the official narrative is that nobody knows the truth and that's dismantling even for the people that do know the truth they think that no one is on the same page as them but that's false there's yeah, a, there's, there's so there's, many people waking up, man. Yeah, there's a rising tide right now. And the rising tide lifts all ships on a frequency level. And as this rising tide gets to this 100th monkey, you know, or 80th monkey, 90th monkey, as we get there, the indoctrination gets even deeper and they throw more and more distractions at us. Of and, course. And that's yep. going to be one of the biggest per, um, points of the film um just a portion of it but to show that there's so many people out there that are aware and how they you know woke up a long time ago and are and then other people are, are getting on board but that's that is something that's going to be included in the movie along with um which we can talk about right now let's talk about this did you know that um puerto rico was attacked with weather warfare and what's fascinating is a lot of the island is aware that they were attacked by weather warfare. They, yeah, they're, they, they're aware that it's, that it's manipulation and not uh, actual mother nature, so to speak. Yeah, so they had, um, so the IMF and the World Bank, they go around like bullies loaning out these exotic, unconventional, fine print, like evil fine print, loans they give these big loans to governments of different countries and states and in the fine print it says like oh if you don't pay us back really quick then these interest rates go up all crazy and we and then what happens is the imf slash world bank aka the u.s and the federal reserve evil banksters they end up owning infrastructure of countries after it's all said and done when they can't pay back on time you know, of course, so yeah. they, they go in and do this big dam, a dam in some place, and then the bill is too much. And at the end of the day, with the payments and the interest and everything, the country of Venezuela or whatever, Uruguay, they can't, a random example, they can't pay back the, the dam that they helped them finance. And now all of a sudden, they get, they get, they get screwed. So, yeah. so usually people play ball governments play ball and they work out financing terms where they end up giving over the infrastructure of what the loan was for, whether it be a road or whatever toll road or something. And the IMF ends up, you know, making out on the deal. Well, Puerto Rico, they got this infrastructure deal, um, billions of dollars, and they ended up defaulting on it saying, look, we can't, there's no way we can possibly pay this loan back. The interest has gotten too high and we're poor and we didn't realize that our economy was going to be so rough and everyone's broke and a lot of, um, a lot of the industry there, they get their money and they take it home to like another country or something and they don't reinvest. And like basically, long story short, economically, like as a country, it would totally screw them if they kept trying to just keep paying this back and they're just going to default on the loan and, and not pay them back. And so the IMF or the World Bank, you know, these evil banksters, they said, look, you're going to restructure the loan. We're not going to allow you just to default on it and not pay us. 
Right. And they're like, yeah, no, no, we're going to default on it. We're not going to pay you. Take a hike. Right. Because you can do that to bankers. They don't freaking own anything. They're just bullies. So, you know what I mean? Like, really? So, yeah, for sure. (laughs) What happened was, is there was like behind the scenes, I believe there's a threat to the Puerto Rican government. If you don't pay us back, you know, you're going to get hurt for what you did. And they got attacked with hurricane um uh like lorraine or something it was or no i'm trying to figure out it wasn't maria it was they they got hit with two massive hurricanes the first one didn't do too much damage and it was catastrophic and then the next one it devastated the entire country and it hovered over and flooded out everybody and did way more damage than any of the financial obligation could have done and then and and now they're restructuring their loan because they know they know what happened and if they don't play ball they'll get completely annihilated by another hurricane engineered by these mobsters essentially you know behind the scene that control the federal reserve the imf you know call, call them whatever you want to call them they're they're sociopaths but in the end, Puerto Rico had to play ball. So that story is like still unraveling and is will be in Frankenskies to climate chains because it's shackles. <laughs> I love it. Do. Is yeah. that the subtitle? And that's the title, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and f- furthermore, I, I titled it before I heard about these potential lockdowns. So when COVID happened, we had essentially like well nation, nationwide like lockdown. Um, it was March, you know, 2020. And at the time, the plane stopped flying around, and everybody was inside. And people were hitting me up, Matt. I see there's no more chemtrails either. What's <laughs> going on? And through the Q leak, whatever, <laughs> the Q people were saying like, "Oh, Trump is like." changing out the chemicals or something and, and they're going to be oh, good God. good chemicals in the chemtrail planes yeah okay that story but either way there were no chemtrails for a, f- a few weeks and supposedly there was like this rewilding of the earth and like the global warming was alleviated to an extent and that information like was pushed in the official narrative that you know the global warming was less because of the lockdowns because everyone was locked inside. And then when the information was presented to Klaus Schwab, he says, quote, well, it didn't really work. So next time we'll have to lock down harder for it to impact uh, (laughs) climate change, global warming. So the writings on the wall that they want to do like a worldwide kind of lockdown scenario to put to alleviate our carbon emissions, you know, and tax everything to death, of course. Yeah, all of the like smart they've always done. Yeah, carbon tax, smart meters, technocratic smart cities, and all this sort of stuff. It, it, dude, it they means, fucking tax you when you die, dude. Oh, that's ridiculous! And it's all just enslavement of humanity. I've actually been learning about paramagnetism, and I'm actually—I literally think that energy is still free. And it doesn't take a genius like Tesla to tap into it. That, um, uh, well, sorry to cut you off, but there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, 
making their own uh, Tesla devices and shit lately, mm-hmm. like on Instagram. And we're going to get a guy on here soon. Uh, shout out to Black Goo. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's making his own like magnets and stuff. And he's like, he's like, he says, like, if you put magnets on your forearms, you can like harness your chi energy. It's wild, dude. So you can do like basically like telekinesis and shit. <laughs> Fascinating. It's wild, man. Yeah. The black dude guy, the Harold Krausvela or someone else? No, it's just, it's just a young kid, dude. He's he's on a roll with this shit, dude. It's pretty That's wild. Fascinating. Um, yeah, there's a lot about magnetism that we're not completely aware of, and that's where the information is swept under the rug. So Frankenskies, too, um, hopefully it doesn't have to include these climate change lockdowns, which will be part of our, everyone will, 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 will have to witness this if it does unravel, but maybe we'll bucket and that will be the inspirational aspect of the film. I don't think that they can pull it off. I think they might try, but for sure people will, we're on this awakening tip and no one's going to get locked in their house because of, of this sham of global warming. The global warming is this technocratic enslavement of humanity that's been planned for some time. And it revolves around us thinking that energy is not free and that we need to be monitored and that our carbon is the devil and that that anthropogenic global warming is real and needs to be like tampered with by human geoengineering intervention and all this. But I'll tell you what, the global consciousness is rising significantly. So many people are talking about free energy and paramagnetism and tapping into all of it. And I've learned such a great deal since we've talked last. So there's this Schumann resonance of like 7.8 Hertz, like eight Hertz. And that oscillating constant frequency is energy that can be tapped into because the charge in the sky in the atmosphere it equates to a negative charge in the atmosphere and then the ground of the earth is a positive charge so just like 30 feet up in the air you've got this negative charge and then at the ground level you've got a positive charge and the two of them the differential like with the two you can basically harness it as a battery the positive and negative and get that battery energy and even store it um, probably with magnets. It's all kind of like coming to the forefront because a lot of people are talking about it, not just me, which is fascinating. So, or, or, or Philip Callahan, he wrote about it um, as he discovered uh, paramagnetism. So if we knew that energy was free, we wouldn't have to rely on these or think we need to rely on the hoax that is dirty energy and coal and all that and then that would that would be like the reason why global warming even exists and all so so going back to like firstly we never learned this growing up which we should have learned about the world fairs and what have you but i'll just and i know this is probably another rabbit hole but i'll just touch upon upon it really quickly in buffalo new york there was the buffalo world fair in the early 1900s and this tesla type technology utilized the etheric energy created by Niagara Falls. So Niagara Falls has water cascading over, you know, a hundred foot drop or whatever it is. So that, that energy of just water moving off of a cliff that pushes enough energy to create 
this energy that can be harnessed, etheric energy, free energy in the ether, just from this right. pushing of energy. So it was harnessed there and then pushed in the charged ionosphere, the atmosphere, okay, just like 40 feet up in the sky. It was beamed, free energy was beamed wirelessly over 20 miles, you know, like 35 kilometers or something to Buffalo where the world right. fair was. And there was this tower of light, like 40 foot tall tower, clock tower looking thing that captured the light, a beam of light of energy, free energy, and then beamed the energy to all the other buildings via light. So it was like shooting these beams of light, like a lighthouse into that, the ether that carried yeah, but it was capturing the energy and then beaming it all these different rays to all these buildings. So it had like a dozen lights going off of it to all the buildings, transferring the energy to all the buildings, charging it, giving the buildings electricity throughout the world fair, all free energy. So that type of easy tech that was really easy then, if that was available now, we would not definitely not have any sort of BS about global warming and then anthropogenic <laughs> climate change and all the lies that they're trying to do. Having to, to pay off all these corporations for the energy that we're consuming. To enslave us. Yeah. The gas prices through yeah. the roof and all that nonsense. Like there's energy and it's free and it's right. It's all around us. I'm starting to think that the reason why power lines don't have insulation on them is because they're high enough in the sky to be able to harness the, the ether the etheric energy that's right up there. So the Schumann resonance of around eight Hertz, it bounces off the earth and actually cancels itself out at ground level, but just 30 feet high where those power lines are, there is that charge where it's, it's actually being collected. And I think power plants might even be a total sham. Don't totally quote me on that because that's kind of pushing the, envelope. that's a high possibility. I, th yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's, it could be, po I think it's actually probably likely, but um, there's, there's still, well, especially what Tesla did back in the day, right? Like, Oh, it's unreal. And I think that there, it wasn't just, Tesla. I think it was, I think the consciousness was there that Tesla was just one of the people that knew of the consciousness of the times before the days of before, you know, and that all of the information and knowledge of the past got like totally buried, like terraform. Like there's always talk of mud flood. I think that there was terraforming, a complete and total cover up of the technology before so that this this new age of a hijacking of the spirit Enslavement. yeah they want to pull off a transhumanism but none of it would be able to exist if if the knowings of before were there where the, of course the consciousness was high because we are the center of the universe and we're on a spiritual journey and a temporary human body and like all this like knowledge of self and and technology you know in free energy and like i mean so much of it like so much of it is just the dumbing down of humanity to seemingly you know enslave us i don't know maybe they just want to dumb us down so that they can beat us at chess or something like that i have no idea <laughs> 5d chess though yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> we're starting to learn is 5d chess right now right like i'm starting to see all these things uh come through uh media and everything in the black mirror and i'm just like dude that's a fucking lie right there i, I could point out lies like right like right off the bat you know so i'm able to like be able to um 
you know, like try to see their next move already. You know what I mean? Like the monkeypox thing, for example. I was like, okay, monkeypox, that's a lie right away. You know, mm-hmm. so <laughs> now that we're already making fun of monkeypox, what are they planning next? You know? Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, uh, everything, well, it's, what's fascinating is I'll, I even, okay, so I just watched a movie just this afternoon and deciphering Hollywood has never been more engaging because it seems like that they have to disclose there's so much well yeah that is is their their thing right like they have to let us know what they're doing so that we consent to it right because they they believe that it balances out their karma yeah consent but also i think how much evil that they're doing they think that if they let the masses know then it's balancing out their karmic uh energy right Mm-hmm. I think it's also putting it, it puts it in the realm of fantasy. So they want it in the realm of fantasy. So people don't think that it's, it's a reality. So I just, I highly recommend this movie It's like a matrix type of film. Um, and what was it called again? Uh, everything everywhere all at once, I believe. And it delves into parallel realities and simul the simul verse of like, you know, like we're in the universe, but there's other, multiverses parallel universes pa- parallel realities yeah where you didn't marry Susie or whatever and you didn't have your child or something like that and all these other random or you, you know you stubbed your toe or whatever the heck kind so of the butterfly effect like if this didn't happen then this wouldn't happen or this did happen like all kinds of thoughts go crazy in my head when you mention this shit <laughs> mm-hmm. and so much of the movie was like it was f- so fascinating because the the villain and all of the followers of the villain emphasized their third eye and were doing like triangle, um, ha- like hand symbols over their third eye or, or circle tattoos over their third eye. And, and they had the wisdom that no one else did. And they were dropping all sorts of stuff about the, like, if you kill the different like weaker versions of yourself in the multiverse then then and you're aware of what you're doing then you like get more powerful as you go this sounds like uh apotheosis to me Uh apotheosis is no it means to become god in the flesh right by like creator by condensing the by by like collapsing your existences into one huh Mm-hmm. fascinating yeah so we're all spread thin because our higher consciousness is basically operating like infinite versions of ourself to play out consciousness in this holographic reality um where time and space like don't really exist but but multiple versions of ourselves certainly do and we're de- and we're learning every sort of karmic thing because even if we think oh i made the good decision in this reality maybe we didn't in the next and how does it play out and how do you know how does our soul get refined from it but in the end the holographic reality can get the test out of us and see who we truly are right and see what we truly need karmically you know to like learn experientially in the physical existence to take up in refinement to the not so to the spiritual world right 
But if we're spread really thin and we don't realize it in this conscious reality, I think it's like somehow they're like disclosing in the movie, which I think might be true actually, that the knowing at least that there's parallel realities and the collapsing of them onto us or like somehow the communication with the other ones. I'm not really sure how to grasp this like quantum physics aspect of it all. <clears throat> right. But, but there is something to it and harmonizing truth with every one of them. And like, I don't know, it's, there's, there's, there's power to it because they're disclosing it and they have the occult, like the sociopaths that like run this realm. They have some occult knowledge that's passed of on. Of course they do. And they they're, can't they're just like lady. utilize it without really slightly spilling the beans. Exactly. Coded yeah. as fantasy right yep so here we are trying to decipher all of it and unravel it but in the in the interim we've got 5g and people are starting to actually seemingly drop dead from it which is getting i mean i'm trying to have a part not only 5g but the the jab too right and that connects us through the graphene oxide to the ai system not just 5G, yeah. but AI, right? And like AI is like a, a world eater. It's nothing new. Like it says in the Bible, nothing new under the sun, right? AI is nothing new. It's it's a, it's like an ancient technology that's like consuming worlds. And we are trying to wake up from that and destroy it. That's what I believe. Yeah, no no kidding. And the, there's it's life force energy versus the opposite of life force energy. And 100%. yeah, the reason, the reason why I say 5G is because <clears throat> I feel that it's that the that that robot clot shot is interconnected to the 5G network, and people are um, people are probably having these like you know Bell's palsy adverse reactions because of the <coughs> the two combined, or maybe just just the one. But it, it is, yeah, it is. The, it is an AI kind of integration at this point where 100 percent dude are getting the nanotech they're whole, they're carrying around the 5g phones not every there's the culling where not everyone can handle it but those left over that don't that don't pass from it all will they'll be integrated they'll be part robot and the next version of it is not lining up for the next upgrade of the robot clot shot it's literally pharmaceuticals like the movie Gattaca or whatever, where pe- or whatever um, Blade Runner, where people are taking pills with nanotech in them, probably on a daily basis with AI, making sure they pop it, take it, and it it controls their vibration, their emotional like output. Um, it controls their DNA, their immune system. Yeah, and if they know, don't take it they're in trouble because they it's going to be tracked right like you saw that guy from the world economic forum saying mm-hmm. you take this pill and it, it there's like a device inside of the pill and it tracks you and tells uh the corporation if you've complied or not yeah that's i think I that's the future that's I, real i caught a bit of that and i think that's probably why i've created sparrow i never quite Grasp. Which means hope. Yeah, I never quite grasped why I was creating the EMF clothing line. I, I followed my uh, 
intuition or angels or energetic guidance you know that's 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 what the creator does the mm -hmm. creator always sends you what you need to know uh, if, if you choose the right path he's going to keep sending you on the right path you know what i mean and that's Amen. even that's even where repentance comes in because you choose not to do the things that your flesh once desired sometimes you will you slip up but you keep repenting and you mm -hmm. keep going forth with what you're meant to be doing Mm-hmm. So when I was making, um, when I first started going with the creation of the EMF silver clothing line, uh, Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, um, which is Latin word for hope, I thought it was just to like offer some sort of awareness and protection from 5G. Then as the future unravels, it seems like it'll be to protect us from being identified by the AI systems with the bio tracking and the temperature and all that sort of stuff, because the silver garments, they, they break down that technology and you can't be seen like uh, Schwarzenegger smearing himself with the mud and predator too. <laughs> right, they right. can't, you know, the, the heat sensors are, are dismantled, but, but seriously, I had no idea what was to be. And when I first came out, my first brother, my first product that I made were these phone bags because it was the cheapest one. I couldn't just start making hoodies. It's too expensive. And so I started making these Faraday phone bags and that alone was this incredible journey. I couldn't believe that that was going to be my journey of making the phone bags and then having to troubleshoot that the phone bags stopped working right when COVID came. How is that even possible? And then for me to troubleshoot it and make them work and to double up the layering of the metal fabric. And then all of them worked. And I reimbursed people with the new foam bags. And then when the Omicron new wave came, they stopped working again, bro. And it was just like, okay, there's no way that there's not a correlation. And I had to triple the layers up. And now it's a nickel, a copper nickel composite sandwich between two layers of silver. It's three layers. And now it's stopping these 5G phones. But what happened was, is people... People were getting sick from freaking 5G, dude. Right, right, right. And right. it was like there was no – I could not fathom a more tangible, self-evident, realistic, in-your-face um, way of seeing that. Like I'm not just like pounding on your door trying to convince you. Like you bought a product from somebody. You've got your phone in the product. It works great. You're stoked on it because you like not being tracked and you don't, you like just slipping it in when you go to bed, not worrying about turning it off. Whatever the reason why you like the phone bag, I got a bunch of them out there in the world. And they existed anyways because the company where I get them from was selling them all over the world. Like one of the biggest countries is Israel, the like big market of this awareness. Oh, really? Israel. Yeah. They, in Israel, people wear these EMF protective clothing like it's going out of style. Like it's, that's it's, wild, dude. It's fascinating. Yeah. So there's an awareness in other countries a lot more than the United States. I mean, in the United States, they call it EMF, right? In other countries, they call it radiation. It's translated radiation, just like radiation coming off of something like power, like nuclear power plant, radiation, atomic bomb, radiation, cell phone, radiation. The telecom agencies over here that are very smart and have a bigger budget than big pharma. Imagine all of that money 
they have activism and controlled activism and all that sort of stuff. It's just smart, you know, like they're smart about it. And they coined the term EMF, you know, got it all up in the vernacular. And so it's this fancy word that people hardly even know what it is. And it sounds kind of innocent, but it's just radiation, y'all. We don't see it. We don't, we don't feel it. It slowly builds up in our body and does what radiation does, you know? Yep, absolutely. So, so that's something. That's something. And oh, yeah, while we're on a, a, a random all over the place conversation, it's interesting and fascinating that it's radiation is light, just light that we cannot see. We can see light only the color spectrum that our eyes are designed to see based on the curvature of our eyes. So we only see Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, and blue, indigo, violet. But we can't see infrared. We can't see ultraviolet light. Those are colors in the color spectrum that we can't even see because of the curvature of our eyes. We surely can't see AM radio waves or FM or all this radiation coming off of cell towers or AM towers or FM radio towers or any of this, these different light frequencies. That's light. We cannot see it solely because of the size and curvature of our eyes so right. if if we were giants and if giants did exist because i think it's fascinating all these different rabbit holes of giants and i love uh, that <laughs> tartaria and the world fairs and all this sort of stuff and if giants did exist and maybe there was some sort of reset because the giants might have been spiritually winning a war spiritual battle which i think we're in right now or i know we're in right now but i think, think we it's know ongoing. It. yeah i do think that this wool that's being pulled over our eyes in this invisible war of nanotech and freaking chemtrails and all that stuff but especially invisible war of of emf of radiation and this invisible war of light it would not be able to be waged if our eyes were bigger, if we were giants, because we would see the freaking radiation. We would see that we'd be like, turn that thing <coughs> we'd be like, turn that thing off, man. You know, not only giants, though, dude. Like it says in the in the revelations that you know when we die, we come back with Christ. When the Christ consciousness comes back, we're going to be like in our perfected spiritual bodies, so we're going to be able to see everything. You know what I mean? So. We're, <clears throat> we're going to be able to be like superheroes in a sense where we're going to have all these abilities because we, we love the creator. We love truth and cr truth comes from the creator. So when we either, when the grand solar flash quote unquote comes and our DNA changes back into our perfected spiritual bodies, because we have dormant DNA that's about to be unlocked. Right? Mm -hmm. So when that gets unlocked, we're going to be able to see everything. And I think we're coming so much closer to that shit. Mm, fascinating. That's deep, but uh, it, it, go, it like my, I did a few episodes ago. I, I had uh, Ishmael Perez on and he is like, he claims to be like an ambassador for the, uh, you know, like galactic federation, you know, mm -hmm. it, uh, call that what you will. If you want to say he's a shill, whatnot, it resonates with, with me so much because it's like everybody who's awake, they feel like they're on a mission and they feel burdened to do something about it. Right. Such mm -hmm. as yourself, such as myself, such as everybody, other, other podcasters, other truth or podcasters out there. We're probably all star seeds. We probably all came up there from, from above and we came down here on a mission to wake other people up. Right. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's super fascinating to me. It, well, I was just having that conversation earlier today with my buddy who was wondering what the heck he's doing here and why he doesn't have kids and what he should be doing with himself. And he feels like he's just waiting for what's next. Yeah, and I don't I have do. kids either. And I'm like, I just found out all this stuff over the past 20 years. And like, my whole life is like flashing before my eyes. And I'm like, I have to do something, you know? And so I started this show. And it's like, now all these things are lining up for me. And it's like, I'm getting on board with all these people who are like so fucking beautiful and brilliant. And it's super fascinating that I'm having like all these opportunities come my way. And I'm like, I'm not even really making money. I just love the truth and I want to get it out there. That's, that's what I feel that what my goal is, you know? I love that. And, and that's how I feel as well. Do you know that the sun is spinning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up with that? Did you know that it's slowing down? It's getting lighter. Did you know that it spins, though? I would imagine it would. Yeah, so um, it... Okay, so, I mean, I don't, like, trust NASA and all that sort of stuff, but I do of trust... Not. I do like and trust Rudolf Steiner. Ne- never a straight answer. That's what NASA stands for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 things that we haven't been, like, told a lot, which I never even heard that the sun is spinning, and then I read it in a Rudolf Steiner book, and then I did some research, and it's interesting that over the past century that the sun has slowed down in the rate that it spins... So it used to spin, it used to take 21 days for the sun to do a full rotation, but now it takes like 25 days. Okay. So so it has, in in the course of a hundred years, it has drastically slowed down at the rate that it is spinning. I would assume that the elites know this. Yeah, or maybe they are in charge of it. Maybe they are slowing it down through false flags and vibrational attacks on the consciousness. Maybe the rate at which we spin dictates uh, the level of consciousness that we're at or something like that. I found it very interesting because I don't believe that we're spinning. I know the moon ain't spinning, um, but I had never even heard that the sun is spinning. Like the sunspots creep across the, you know, the face. And so I started to grasp that. But check it out. If the sun is spinning, that means each day is very unique and special. So if it takes 25 days or whatever it is right now for for us to get to where we were, that means each of those 25 days is a different face of the sun. Totally different sunspots, different coronal activity or whatever you want to call it you know i don't think it's what they say but it's a different type of light that means that we're getting different downloads every day and that it's this rhythmic thing that that makes so much more sense why they're trying to mess it up with the chemtrails so that means that the progression it might like build up to something and on day 25 that's why they block the crap out of it on certain days it's it's very evident that on certain astrological days everybody everywhere ends up with a chemtrail haze you know it it dismantles our download or it keeps us off off our progress or off track say that it's funny that you say that too because when i notice a certain uh different pattern in the weather Mm -hmm. i talk to my friends down in the u.s 
and uh, this goes back to the creator again. Like he knows who I need to talk to at all times, right? And they, I, I say, dude, it's like crazy, like like white sky, and the sun is barely visible, but it's hot and hazy. And they're like, yeah, me too. And like I'm up in Toronto, and they're like way down in like North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, or whatever. And like same here, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a lot of patterns that people are noticing, you know. Yeah. So everyone's looking. About, uh, what do you think about the, the whole? Because um, I saw somebody sent me a video today, and it was like in the 1920s or 30s or something. They smoke screened the Antarctic, so it made it look like an ice wall, but there's no ice wall. Have you heard about that? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, is that the is that the footage from Frankenskies? Because there is a, a wall like smoke. It could be. Thing. Could be. Yeah. But as, but as far as like the ice wall and all of that, I'm not really a hundred percent. I I I think that the biggest issue that we have is our um, gyroscopic. These gyroscopic technologies are misleading us to get us just going in a big circle you know like the gyroscopes that are in the the planes and all that sort of stuff it it doesn't it puts you in a it puts you in a place like if you just got rid of that alone and just traversed on your own it would be different but i don't think we're going to get to the bottom of any of that anytime soon i think that it's just going to be like a well, I, I can't, I don't want to even know. I don't even know any predictions of what it all, it's fascinating, right? There's a consciousness rising on all of it. And it's very much easier nowadays for people to accept that there is some drastic, like hidden truths behind it all because everyone's lives were impacted over the past couple of years by, yeah. by something. For sure, dude. I, like where I work, um, I, I, I met uh, these two younger girls, like individually at different times when I was working with them. And I opened up cause they were, we were working together in, in the same spot, you know? And I, they asked me like, what do you do in your spare time? Like at home. And I'm like, well, I'm a kind of a gamer, you know, but I also do a podcast. Right. And like, Oh, what did you really like? What, what's your podcast about? I said, like, you know, conspiracy theories, paranormal, all that shit. Right. And then they got really inquisitive and they started like pushing me like, so what do you think about this conspiracy? What do you think about that conspiracy? And I'm like, I'm giving them answers. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, here I am thinking that me spilling the beans about me doing a podcast, they would think I'm about conspiracy theories. They would think I'm crazy, but no, they got really super interested because people are getting more inquisitive and people are, more and more people are waking up, right? So that's a blessing for me, dude. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because they, they, how can they, with the fact that they've been forced into all of this and maybe they lost their job and they're having to cover their faces and it's so obviously in your face. I think that's, that's where it's like, it's like a soul, soul harvesting right now. There is yeah, free it's, will. Uh, it's giving it's free like, will. Uh, uh, separating the wheat from the shaft, so to speak, in the Bible, right? Wow. 
Yeah, it really is because free will is engaged. You know, they're giving you the, your option and you can get in line or honor, you know, Christ, which is truth probably translated. In yeah, Spanish. absolutely. Truth is Christ. Yeah. Yeah. It means the, the word Christ only means in Greek anointed. So if you're anointed, then that means you're seeking truth, right? You mm -hmm. so, and I I get shit for this, but I say, you are the Christ, and so am I. You know, Christ came down here to show us that we are the anointed ones. When we seek Christ, which is truth, we are anointed with that holy oil, which separates us from the people who do not seek truth. Because the word holy means uh, set apart. We're set apart in truth, whereas people who are not waking up, they're set apart in Satan's world. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, it's unreal. I want to know what that ambassador of the Galactic Alliance, what does he say like about what's going to happen next? He's saying, um, he's basically saying, he's saying that um, the positive timeline has already been established and that the uh, elites have already lost. Yeah. And but what, about, what that, do we do in the real time? We just got to keep doing what we're doing and be hopeful and raise our vibrations to the point where we, um, you know, keep spreading truth and knowledge and the rest is history. Like the fucking Satan's already been defeated. And that's what it already says in the Bible too. In revelations, Satan has been defeated through the blood of Christ, right? Truth defeats lies. Mm -hmm. But I mean, sometimes I feel like knowledge is power, but also I feel like knowledge plus action equals power. Well, that's and where that's, that's exactly where uh, Christians will say, because I don't really necessarily consider myself a Christian because that, that religion has been corrupted beyond fucking, uh, you know, yeah. fucked up beyond all recognition, right? Fubar. Uh, but, um, oh my God, where was I going with this? So, not to be violent. Yeah, like Jesus wasn't like a, a violent guy or anything, you know? Like, you don't have to be, you just gotta like do the Ten Commandments, right? And then that's the golden rule. The golden rule is treat others how you want to be treated. And then with that comes your works. Okay, that's where I was going. Because Christians will say faith without works is dead. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're doing the work with what we do. Because we have faith. We have faith in like a higher truth. We have faith in a higher consciousness. And that higher consciousness is our source creator. Right? So we want, we want to spread that positivity and love through our actions, which is because we have faith. That's where I was going with that. But we also have to dismantle. Yes, I agree with that. But we also have to dismantle this, like, satanic, tyrannical evil regime that's trying to hijack the souls of our brothers and sisters and like steer them into transhumanism. Absolutely. And that's where, um, 
again, the Bible has a lot of truth in it. You know what I'm saying? So it says, um, do not be partakers in darkness, but rather expose it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're fucking doing, dude. Yeah, I love it. I do. I mean, I, lo- I love that it says that in the Bible and exposing truth is super important. I just I'm always questioning if like heads need to roll, you know what I mean? Because if, if I'm sure I'm sure it will. Right. I actually I put a post up, uh, I think yesterday, and it said uh, something like, you know, uh, you could pray all you want, but but David had to pick up the stone and kill uh, kill Goliath. You know, yeah, exactly. Like that. That's exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. When we're promoting the truth and we're promoting each other as truthers, we're doing the creator's work. I believe it wholeheartedly. And it makes me feel very uh, liberated to do that. <clears throat> no kidding. I'm not yeah. making money off of this. Mm-hmm. You know, this, I feel in the pit of my heart that this is what I was meant to do. Even though I get like maybe 200 views or whatever, I know it's going to expand and it's been expanding. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been growing exponentially since I've had you on last, last time and beyond, you know what I mean? <clears throat> if you build it, they will come said Kevin Costner. Yeah. You just have to have that faith. And I know I definitely was in that position when I made Franken's guys, I just had the faith and I keep having the faith that it'll be seen and get in the right hands. And I, but also you have to do the work on the ground level. Right. So I get the DVD yeah. out there and I keep pushing it, but I still have to have that faith that if I get it into the library, that the right person will come and see it and watch it and it'll influence them. And, for and, sure. it, and it has, and it's been incredibly inspiring. I've got frankenskies.com for people that have not seen the movie. It's a night. It starts off in 1920s and goes through the historical chronological timeline of weather engineering. It's very empowering. It's not one of these fear mongering kind of um, kill your energy kind of movies where you're disempowered in the end. Cause I know people don't really want to watch movies anymore, especially documentaries about conspiracy stuff, stuff because they're worried about how they're going to feel at the end of the movie. I've heard that a lot. Oh, is this going to just make me all upset? Because I already know, I already know about all this stuff. Am I just going to feel, you know? But it is encouraging. The truth actually does eventually set you free, even though it seems dismantling. And it's been so empowering lately to hear so many different people reach out to me and say that they were encouraged when COVID happened because. They had all they had to have done is seen Frankenskies, and that now that they're on that vibration of truth, that the lies are just self-evident. You know, yeah, for once sure. Once you get a taste of the lies, once you get a taste of it, and you're like, oh man, well if they're doing that, then they're likely. It's like it's like when you catch someone stealing from you or something, you know, and then, you know, the next time, it's like, oh well, they probably st- stole it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean it's like you, you you had to first catch them stealing from you for you to even fathom that that's where the money out of your pocketbook was going but now that they've been caught and then the money disappears you know the next day and they're over there with their with with you know money falling out of their pockets that's not theirs it's like oh well let's put two and two together it's like that with the government it's like wait a second they didn't 
tell the truth with fluoride and they lie about this and that and wait a second the they're lying about this the weather <laughs> they're lying right. about the freaking weather okay hold on hold the phone what else are they lying about and then it starts to you know because people were very brainwashed a whole generation was very brainwashed by that television set that television set got in their living room they crowded around this technological achievement and man was walking on the moon liggity split you know and they never even sat to wonder who is filming this you know what i mean they they just took it as gospel you know when they called uh nixon or whoever on the phone from from space from the moon yeah they called him on the fucking landline (laughs) nobody nobody even raised an eyebrow they didn't question a single thing when when freaking jfk got freaking capped in front of everybody did anybody question the official narrative well just in case someone was going to question the official narrative the word the vernacular was coined by the central intelligence agencies conspiracy Conspiracy theorists yes it's like and if you're a conspiracy theorist that means you're a fucking paranoid fucking cocksucker that lives in his dad's basement or parents basement or whatever it's like anti-american yeah yeah it's horrible man like that 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 term conspiracy theorist needs to be annihilated and it needs to be known that it is critical thinker or fit FIT free independent thinker. Amen to that. One of my most viral um, posts that I, that I make on social media is this. Well, what's amazing about activism is anyone can be an activist and I encourage everyone to do anything they can do what you have with what you have, where you're at and let it snowball and one foot after the other baby steps you know, move the mountain one um, pebble at a time. Like God has your back, but you just have to take that first step. Like God has your back. There's an angel like on your shoulder specifically designed for helping you accomplish your dreams of whatever it is, especially activism. You just have to take the step and do the work in the real world and you'll be assisted. It's unbelievable. So (laughs) what was I even talking about? In that (laughs) regard, you know, that's that's how um, Frankenskies and the activism that I've done, that's how it's all unraveled. Um, but uh, the power of everybody being able to do anything is unbelievable. And you can you can wake up anybody like firsthand with just dropping little seeds. It's it's something else. Oh, but the point that I was trying to make. Um, I got I got really deep and it kind of just like sh- shattered my, you my, got train, a my train of thought. <laughs> Brain fart. Frankenskies. Yeah. So <laughs> being able to see the the writing on the wall is very powerful. And then your your um your bullshit meter is primed. Mm-hmm. So then the next the next thing, whether it's alien invasion or whatever the heck it is, like you get to be that that beacon of light. Oh, I know what I what I was gonna say. So it just takes that little sliver of light in someone's existence to be able to even know that the light exists like the the plato's cave allegory or even just the the fact that if you're in pitch blackness 
All it takes is a little sliver of light to light your way, metaphor or not. In people's lives, all it takes is that little final glimpse to snap them out of all of their programming, really. But that seed, it, it, it gets in there, it ferments and comes and germinates and gets to its point where it comes to fruition and becomes that amazing, you know, oak tree of truth and knowledge, dismantling everybody's um, unknowings. But it, it takes something. You know, and that's why we're here is it takes that that little sliver to 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 set people forward. And I think that everyone's everyone has to play their part. That's one of the most important things about about being a potential activist is is you can do it. You just have to try and and play and and set the momentum for for everyone else around you. It's no wonder why we're all spread out. Oh, I know what it was. So the um <laughs> So the most viral post I've ever made, which is unreal, is, okay, so I didn't even know. What what am I going to do? I have to become an activist. I want to do something for the truth. It's like flailing at first. It's like throwing a kid in the swimming pool and they don't know how to swim, but the, but the, swim, but the swimming pool is only two feet deep. You know, it's like you're, you still have to figure it out. So at first I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a chemtrail activist. So maybe... I should try to make a really good chemtrail collage because I didn't think anyone had made a really good chemtrail collage. So I did that. Right. And literally this is, this is the point of what I'm saying. Like do what you can with what you have and the next step will become presentable, you know? So I was just like, okay, so I'll, I'll gather some really cool chemtrail photos. Then I'll make a really, really awesome chemtrail collage. So then um, I saw some meme or something that I kind of piggybacked on and I posted the collage with the words, does this look like a theory to you, right? Playing off the word conspiracy theory because that word needs to be so dismantled and flipped upside down, but people don't even realize that they are taking truths and calling them theories, Right. That's right. because we 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 are we have many theories that are in our existence uh, on the conscious level, such as uh, <clears throat> the theory of gravity, mm-hmm. the theory, uh, the Big Bang theory, you know, and people evolution. take that to heart. The theory of evolution. They're all just fucking theories, man. Mm-hmm. They're not solidified. Therefore, you have to keep an open mind of everything because Nothing is like everything, everything is possible with God, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. Theories are possible, but they're not solidified. So conspiracy theory are is when um, people conspire. Two to people, ma- at least two people. Yeah, at least two people conspire to make something a reality, to bring right. something into the world to make a fact, to make a truth. There's no theoretical thing about it. So the whole hijacking of the word has put people upside down and labeling. They label people now. Oh my gosh, everyone is a conspiracy theorist if they go against any sort of scientific narrative. And now you're this double-edged everything if you go against what what they're trying to preach, which is give away your medical freedoms and... And la da and 
and obey, obey, obey. Dude, like the mandates for the masks have been uh, gone for about three, four months now. Mm-hmm. And I would say about 65 to 80% of people are still fucking wearing them. Oh, no way. Lady, That's a high percentage. Yeah. And I've had this lady come at me and she wanted me to help her. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Right. And then I couldn't understand what she was saying because she was wearing not one, not two, but three fucking masks. Mm. And I wasn't wearing, I wasn't wearing one. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't understand what you're saying. Mm. She was like trying to shout through her three masks. And this was after the, the mandate was gone. I'm like, I can't believe like, you know, I wasn't judging her or anything. In my mind, I probably was. I was like, lady, what the fuck are you doing? You know? <laughs> are you that scared of this non-existent fucking virus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have it here, it too. It doesn't exist, man. We have it, it never here, too. Old, it's flu, and that's what they did. They just flip-flopped the numbers, and it's like, dude, I really hope didn't take one two or three or four or five jabs because i you know just get nanites well let's talk about that i'm 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 questioning my own humanity because whenever i hear anymore that someone died especially of a heart condition you know what i say you know what my immediate response is you took the job. yeah did they take it did they get the job yeah and like, I mean, someone's like, my mom died, you know, for example, they're like, my mom just died of a heart attack. And I'm like, well, did they get the job? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is horrible of me. Man. I know it's horrible, but at the same time, it's real, you know, it's very real because, but, but, but let's myocarditis is a real thing, but it's more apparent now than it ever was. Let's ask it's ourselves is, is death is death of a friend or family member. It's that now that they're dead, does whether or not they got the job really that important? They're dead now. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I'm a truther and I want to be like, yeah, told you so. Or I'm like, you know, no, well, that's what that's where your uh, your humility from the creator has to come. The fruits of the Holy Spirit said the the fruits of the spirit are humility, loving kindness, uh, you know, like not being so quick to anger all that stuff and you have to you have to be willing to um put that aside when you question these things to people like you know so like you being like you so your flesh wants to your flesh and your ego wants to say told you so but no we can't do that because our creator gave us this love that we got to give to other people so we have to say I'm sorry. That's unfortunate. And did they take the job by chance? You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so I think that the numbers are going to go up because the 5G infrastructure is only slowly being deployed here in the United States We've only got like one carrier that really turned it on and the other ones are going to be upgrading their towers and their systems um, over the next few months. So upgrades to me, I've learned, means more radiation and a whole new type of radiation. 
5G to me isn't like more radiation. It's not like, oh, it's emitting 100 times more radiation than it did before. I see it as a completely new thing. It's a new beast, completely different type of thing. And that's why people are having symptoms like hair loss and loss of taste because sure. it's, it's, it's something like they, they've never experienced before, ever before. And it's I mean, funny that you, funny that you say that because people like people come at me and they say, oh, I got COVID. I'm like, oh, well, how do you know? Oh, because of the PCR test. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything because that, that doesn't uh, detect anything. It can detect COVID in exhaust fumes, a Coke can or whatever, right? Or watermelon, whatever. Like, well, I lost my sense of taste. I'm like, yeah, so. And they're yeah. like, what do you mean, yeah, so? And I'm like, well, I had that several times, happened to be several times when I got the flu or a cold. Mm-hmm. My lost of taste is gone. And I don't gain it back in, until like maybe seven days later or maybe even a month. Mm-hmm. Really? I've done before. And I feel like the, these people are convincing themselves that they got COVID because of that one main thing that they lost their t- uh, sense of smell and taste. I'm like, Dude, it's happened to me all the time throughout my life whenever I got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never lost my taste, but I I could I could definitely see how people are are in a psychosis for sure. It's also this victimhood psychology. The victimhood psychology is very deep. I I do believe that a lot of the souls on Earth right now are here voluntarily to shed karma and they they're here voluntarily to shed karma because that's what earth is designed to do but earth is now being hijacked by you know satan or nefarious sociopaths or whatever it may be and these these naive uh innocent young um souls that are here yeah they're here to shed karma they are being tricked into basically becoming victims of their own karma okay so they so they are actually um here in physicality to have experiential existence and live out their karma and slowly like 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 have experiences that reflect their karma and grow from it and learn from it and get through it. Right. Right. That's, that's called facing your shit slowly, but surely shadow work. Yeah. And if you don't face your shit, I think that's what happens when you get reincarnated. I don't think everyone gets reincarnated and this whole like, Oh, he's an old soul. I'm not really buying that anymore. If you're an old soul, you're (laughs) back for a million reasons. That's, there's a reason why you keep coming back. Right. Right. and And so, it's probably not- what I'm doing here, you know, because people call me an old soul and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you got to learn, right? Well, I mean, why? I don't know. what <laughs> You got to learn think, sometime. <laughs> I think the term old soul is given to people that are like, why? <clears throat> and you can be yeah. wise if this is your first time on earth, you know, because we have um, infinite. A lot of options. Yes. Yeah. So these, so these souls that are here to live through their karma, of course they're victims, but they shouldn't be victims of, of, of everything now, right? So they're victims of me showing my face and breathing 
air. They're victims of, you know, you name it, what the next scare of this and that. They're victims of the color of their skin and the and police and blah de blah. But they're not actually understanding the true victimhood, which is they're being brainwashed and enslaved and whatever. They're they're latching on to this um uh this uh what are, what were people? Oh, oh, sorry, it'll come to me in two seconds. Um, when people yeah, are showcasing yeah. their <laughs> virtue signaling, I blocked oh, yeah. out. I blocked out that word, virtue signaling, because virtue signaling is the worst fucking shit, dude. So now people are like literally showcasing their victimhoods. It's like, look at me. I've got three masks on. I'm a victim to. The world of everything like guys i can't breathe you're ex you're, you're exhaling you're making me have to do this you know like i'm getting the jab oh 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 and now they're killing their pets you see that so so it's like they have to kill their pets because pets are asymptomatic carriers of monkeypox so if they're go- a good little citizen they'll get the boosters they'll wear three masks and they'll kill their fucking pets right that's that's victimhood psychology like 101 dude so now they get to go out in the world and say look what i did for you and you're not even wearing a mask i mean yeah shame me for for actually living my truth so where i live it's not as bad as the percentages that you said but you're in a city and i get it and i think the ethnically diverse are more brainwashed nowadays i've seen that as well and i you told me you were in a diverse area, so that's very much so, yeah. Another one, but I go into my grocery store now, my organic co-op, and it's—I don't like consenting to it. I don't like even interacting with people that wear masks because I feel like I'm kind of like um, coddling them. Or <laughs> oh, oh, what's it called when you? enable bro i'm like an enabler by just even interacting with them and being like it's okay yeah you do that and i'll do me i'll do me and you do you and we'll meet in the middle i think i'm like enabling this like dystopia because by them going out in the world out in the parks with their double masks on giving me the evil eye giving me the evil eye (laughs) yeah they're giving me this evil eye because i'm out there breathing freely I'm embracing freedom, my God-given right to breathe freely. They are literally virtue signaling. Please, they're waving a flag, and on the flag it says, please take away my freedom. And please take away everyone else's freedom around me because they're victimizing me by breathing. Okay? Right. So how could any soul how could any human being possibly fall for this two years of a very um, adult complicated complex propaganda for sure but also they're victims of their own self it's it's very fucking deep man and if you haven't acknowledged that you are here to shine light on your shadow and to own who you are and to get through your shit and to maybe be a drunk and then recover and not be an alcoholic anymore and to see how much you're you were a shitty person before i don't even know what your life journey is you cannot recognize that you are on a path of evolution then yeah wear your stupid mask and sell your soul to the devil i don't know what to say like it's it's it is very biblical 
and it's unraveling as we speak. And I can't help but think that the next round when they're like, oh, I wanted to tell a story. So I go to my organic grocery store and I feel like I'm playing part in this now because to order a juice, brother, so to get my shot of wheatgrass or whatever, I have to go up to a glass wall. Oh, mind you, there's like 10 cameras in there now. It's like going into a freaking police station or a casino. Holy fuck. Grocery store. There used to be a freaking armed guard, mind you, trying to hand me a one-time use medical mask lined with polytetrafluoroethylene, synthetic fluoride. They were trying to hand me a blue medical mask. Yeah, they were trying to hand me a cancerous microplastic inhaling um, indoctrination mask. They were trying, an armed guard was trying to hand me a blue mask underneath the sign that says entrance, entrance. So if that's not voodoo, witchcraft, I don't know what is. And then these people, these people, brother, are still doing it. The, the guard is gone. The sign is still there. They're taking in their own blue masks and they're putting them on as they walk in the door because the trance is never ended. And so now I got to go in there with my face out, you know, because I'm proud to sh- show it. And I go up to order my shot of ginger, which I do in the morning. I get a shot of ginger. And for like $2.29, I can get a single one-ounce shot of ginger. And I'm ordering through like two inches of glass, like I'm in jail. And there's a microphone. And so I order through the glass. And on, other, on the other side of the glass... And I hope you're not listening to this lady. Obviously, you're not because you're not awake at all. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this woman, this this nice like 45 year old woman, is behind the glass wall with, I think, just two masks. It might be three, but her voice is muffled like Charlie Brown, bro. And and, and beyond beyond the, the the masks, you have to deal with the fucking glass, right? Yeah, but she's speaking into a microphone. So I'm literally like, I'm like, I'm I'm one foot foot away from this woman. We're like a foot or two apart. I'm just getting a juice, but I'm participating in this muffled voice through a microphone, through technology, through a glass partition over a hoax that is over, (laughs) a hoax that is over, right? I mean, it's like, it's, it's such a mind fuck. It's not even funny. And I'm like, by participating in it, am I somehow consenting to it? Because I want my juice. Right. Of course. <laughs> you know, I want my juice. So it's like, I want to be healthy person. Um, and that's like my social life too, is go out and like see a few people and take the freaking juice, get the juice. So it's, it's something else. I can't even fathom that they lifted the the requirements and the, the the wall was not taken down that's like east germany like like lifting it and not even taking down the wall the wall's not taken down and the masks are still on and i'm i'm hearing that the numbers are going up in my t- town supposedly so you know, they're having people start to put them on as they walk into places. I'm not, the problem, the problem that I'm seeing is I've been so psychologically drained that I won't be putting on any mask ever again because of the, oh, you can, oh, you can't, oh, you can, oh, you can't. Had they just enforced it and said, you cannot shop, you cannot transact, you cannot bank, you cannot 
get on a plane. You cannot buy food. You cannot do anything unless you put on the mask. Had they just stuck to their guns? Yeah, well, that's what that's what uh, Justin Trudeau was trying to do up here, dude. He's like, mm. if you are not vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you cannot go on a plane, a train, or whatever. I was like, fuck mm. off, man. So they've done such a back and forth here, which I think is actually by design. Because I know where I'm at in the programming of it all. Is I'll buck it next time. And it's coming. It's coming. So I'm sure there's others. And I'm not just going to like go to the neighboring town. I'm going to get irate. I'm going to get upset. There's going to be, maybe not out of from me, but there's going to be conflict. And this is what they want. There's not going to be a crazy gun grab. There's so much hype around this gun grab that, yeah, they will come for it to create drama and conflict. But every time when Obama said that he was going to do the gun grab or when they said that they were running out of guns before this last U.S. presidential election, anytime there's hype in the media about the guns and the lack thereof, gun sales surge. They go through the roof. Dude, that's what's happening right here in Canada right now because Trudeau fucking took uh, people's rights away for their uh, pistols and shit. Yeah, he's so like, now people are so doing he, more and more. Guns are selling out all over Canada. Mm-hmm. And so now everyone's armed to the teeth. And what what does that do? That That creates a recipe for people that don't even know how to use their guns, number one being armed and trigger happy all it takes is some psychological operation psyop sort of false flag event getting us pinned against one another of one sort of i don't know racial or whatever it may be what's going to happen in the united states is the next election is going to be a total shit show brother i don't know what you guys are going to end up having to deal with but the next election that we have which isn't for a couple more years but I firmly believe that there will be some sort of mail-in ballot because of um, some sort of scare, whether it be monkey, this or that, I don't even know. And then in that mail-in, they will do a fraudulent... Something monkey. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do a fraudulent election. They'll do a a stage. Which they did when Biden got in. Yeah, no, they did. They did a fraudulent election when Biden got in. They told everyone it was fraudulent through the controlled outlets. And everyone thinks that they're in the know that the election was fraudulent. But actually, the election was fraudulent. And it was purposefully told to everyone that it was fraudulent. And everyone's upset and very polarized about it. The next go around, Biden's approval rating will be so low that the American public will never possibly accept that he could win the election and i think he will i think he still will and biden yeah and everyone will know that the election was controlled and then there will be a false flag psyop um (coughs) event event where people are um aggressively protesting the bot controlled election and so for instance like Instead of Trump winning Texas or something, Biden will win Texas, and then there'll be a skirmish. There'll be a fight about it. The goal is to get us to turn on one another. The goal is to create a civil war. That's absolutely exactly what I was trying to say. It was like, Mm -hmm. so have you seen 2,000 Mules? No, people keep. I gotta watch that, huh? I know. 
I like people send me shit all the time. And I'm like, I don't have the time to do it, but mm-hmm. like I'm running on my intuition and what my creator gave me. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, I don't, uh, I haven't watched 2000 meals, but it's it apparently exposes the lies about the, the election, right. With Biden. And it's like, that shit needs to happen like sooner than later. You know what I mean? Oh, well, that's interesting because it is viral. And it's like on Amazon and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. if, it is, if it is viral and it's telling everybody that the election was fraudulent, then that's really playing into my civil war thing. They want everybody hating that guy. I mean, I met a veteran. I mean, it's 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 very obvious when you see through the lens, which my lens is like the office. I hope the lens, that it's, the lens of the creator. Yeah, I hope that it's the opposite of the lens of naivety. But what I witness is much naivety in the in the general population when they don't realize how layered the lies are. And so I, I don't know if you caught wind of um, Biden pulled out of Afghanistan and left the Taliban this like army of weapons and helicopters and stuff. You know about this? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So first of all, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> like, why would he do that? And why would the media know and why would everyone be in a big fuss about it so i i never really thought too much of it but then i met my neighbor who's a veteran and he is armed to the teeth with all this ammo that's got to be illegal i mean the ammo that he has is like (laughs) bigger than my head and he's got unbelievable (laughs) kind of like stuff you know like like heavy artillery and he is a fucking veteran. Bulletproof vests, fucking anti-tank, fucking yeah, armor. Anti- anti-tank um, bullets and stuff. Right, stuff, like, right. Like crazy stuff. And I'm just like, you wow. Dream of while you're playing Call of Duty. <laughs> exactly. And so he, hey buddy, he hates Joe Biden. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Everyone, you know, go Brandon. Everyone hates Joe Biden. And he's like, no, let me explain to you why, how much I hate him. And he's got this like POW, like veterans, biker vet, uh, leather jacket that he wears when he goes on his Harley. And he meets up with all these other veterans. And on the jacket was this patch. I believe it was the number 12. And it symbolized Biden gave this like presidential order to withdraw from Afghanistan and supposedly he purposely left behind 12 soldiers to get tortured by the Taliban. So, okay. That wouldn't the, shock me one bit. <clears throat> so it, w- it wouldn't shock me one bit, but also everything to me is very layered with control mechanisms, man. So I'm like, okay, the, all the veterans got these patches and every veteran hates him so much that they would literally go into like a civil war against this guy. So the next go around, it's the perfect recipe for disaster, man, for like states to get fighting each other and, you know, all all of that. And I and I do believe that that's what they want is turmoil, turmoil in the United States. They want people fighting one another so that the bloodshed's not necessarily on their hands, but it is, but it's not. That's the trick of the the trickery of the The, devil. Yeah, that's the karmic balance thing. Mm -hmm. And to get us all spun out on on fighting I mean, if there's a war on your doorstep, you got to protect yourself. But if it's like mm-hmm. a war that both sides 
are co-opted and, and stupid, you know, like, oh, one's fighting for Trump, one's fighting for Biden. What are you going to do? You can't fight those wars. And that's what they want. They want a war that you it's lose lose karmically on our part, you know, for sure. Like every fucking war has been lose lose, you know, um, like they wanted us to go in Europe and kill all the bad guys and and all all that shit comes down to like so that the the government can do what whatever the fuck they want you know it's insane dude they're all fucking psychopaths every fucking politician is a psychopath i don't i don't care where you come from what your agenda is you're a fucking psychopath because if you could press that button or give the order to go in and kill people, innocent women and children in the way you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. It's so Mm -hmm. easy, but nobody fucking comprehends it. No, they see collateral damage or whatever. The the wars that are constantly waged. I have uh, an amazing movie. I'm a movie buff, but I watched this one. Me too. It's, It's called... Um, it'll come to me. It's about the war in the Middle East and it's called Dirty War. And what happened after Iraq was invaded for whatever reason Iraq was invaded, which the, the general dumbed down North American public doesn't even comprehend that Saddam Hussein had nothing to do with even the official story of 9-11, which is like, Dude, oh my that, gosh. They- that guy... Dude, Saddam Hussein, mm. as much like as evil as uh, the U.S. Uh, represented him as, mm. he was so good to his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can only he imagine. Like I bet. To his people, you know? He so gave we... everything. And then we fucking made him like a fucking evil fucking dictator. They made video games. They made Desert Strike on a second Genesis, which I loved. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you, Saddam, before I was awake, you know, when I was a kid. I'm playing the second Genesis and I'm like, oh, I want to kill Saddam, you know? And even Schwarzkopf was in that fucking game, like giving orders to you. And it's like, holy shit, dude. You know, it's it's insane. The amount of like propaganda that we've been bombarded with. Yeah, it's unreal. And the the way that war is perpetuated, it's not it's not a, a means to any end whatsoever it's it's literally like they want to just continually create karma on earth so that people that die in war have to keep coming back mm-hmm. and they can perpetuate this like this evil cycle so the the movie dirty wars or dirty war it's so unbelievable what happens after we invade iraq so the u.s government creates this like black ops military with unlimited budget and and resources of killers to find this um, 52 deck of cards they create this deck of cards there's 52 people on the in the deck and so it's already sounded like the expendables to me (laughs) so saddam hussein represented the ace of spades and then like his closest um sibling like his closest children would be and his siblings would be like the king of spades and the queen of spades and and all the the most important people were higher up but then all of the enemies that we needed to take out 
were the lower, you know, like the the two of hearts was somebody that needed to be taken out by the U.S. taken out by the U.S. government. So they created this list of fifty-two people that, because of terrorism and because of the war, <coughs> we needed to go take these people out. So once the fifty-two people were taken out, and that list was like, you know, it took them a while to come up with that list, right? And was their list perfect? The list wasn't perfect. Not all those people were terrorists, you know. Admittedly, they knew not all those people were terrorists, but they're like, right, okay, right. well, they're family members of the people we're taking out. We got to take these people out. So they took out these 52 people. And this is what the movie's about. So then what happened? They're like, okay, well, we have this platoon of like totally psychopathic killers. And this, this is what. Like you, like you need like here, like when you say like, oh yeah, they're psychopaths. They have no remorse or whatever, because they are, they're total psychopaths. They have no remorse. These people making these politicians, making the decisions, all this sort of stuff because the general population thinks, oh, we go to war to like, for a means to an end. Like, oh, we did that to get them out of, you know, power or to push them out of Kuwait or whatever. But once we're done, we're done. no. They want a war machine killing innocent people, constantly creating, wreaking havoc, creating trauma on earth because they're evil and they like harness the evil or something like even darker than you can possibly freaking imagine. So after that, 52 people were, were arrested and tortured and killed or whatever. They go back to Congress and they say, now what do we do? Are you going to like cut our funding or whatever? And they're like, no, actually, we're going to boost your funding. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> they're like, go, 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 do, go do more bidding. Since you complied so heavily yeah. of our evil agenda, we're going to give you more fucking money and funding. So they're like, well, what do we do? Who, 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 are, <clears throat> who are our targets? And they go, make it up. Make up another deck. And they go, well, well how do we make another deck? And they're like, well, you must have created enemies along the way, you know, cousins of who you've killed or whatever. Whoever you could fathom is your enemy. They're your enemy. Now create a yeah. new deck, go kill them, and then you'll have more enemies. And so they just created this like endless. And then, yeah. And then this is, this is where Tim Os CIA, CIA agent comes in named Tim Osman. And now all of a sudden he's fucking Osama bin Laden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's insane dude they fucking play a psychopathic game on the people that are so easily manipulated and that's us and we are the ones that have to fucking <clears throat> dig for the truth you know and rise above it uh you know when you when i first found out that i was awake like when i first awakened i was super fucking depressed dude mm-hmm. i was super depressed and i was like trying to like get everybody to wake up, wake up, wake up. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't successful, you know? I wasn't successful doing that because everybody thought I was fucking crazy, you know? And then I came to the realization that, yeah, we are, uh, we, we are God embodiment. And we are here to wake you up to the fact that there is evil on this planet and they are evil manipulates you and we have to rise above it and fucking get our word out there and annihilate it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a tough game, dude. It's a tough game, but that that's what we're here to do. 
Um, I think we're going to wrap it up, though, dude. I could probably go on with you for like fucking eight hours. So I want to wrap up. What, you got anything to plug? What do you what do you, what do you plug, my friend? I love well, you, man. You're fucking was, awesome. Thanks. I was going to um, come off of what you're saying and say that um, in that regard of shining light on the truth, that light is all encompassing. So it includes all of it. It includes the the victimhood that is being perpetuated on everyone by yep. brain by brainwashing them, the word magic, GMOs, fluoride, 5G. It's all encompassing. And once you start to latch on to and resonate, fully resonate on that vibration of truth, where I mean that's where the light of God is then you can find all those other truths and they become self-evident. It's like the Akashic records or whatever. You don't even need to dig anymore. It's right yeah. there. It's right there and it's self-evident. So in that regard, I encourage people to keep learning. I'm actually, I've continued learning. I thought I would hit like a, a dead end. Recently, and even in the past couple of weeks, I've learned more than like I've ever learned. I found out and I've been telling everybody that there's different types of baking soda. So sodium bicarbonate is very healthy for, you know, you take it to balance the acidity or you put it in your baking or whatever. But there's a synthetic version and a mined version of sodium bicarbonate. You just have to do the research on where your company got it from. So in the States, we have um, Bob's Red Mill. And that's like the organic version. It's it's not synthetic. It's mined. Cool. It's good for you. But then the Arm & Hammer, it's like toxic. And bad for yeah. you. And then also Epsom salts. If you're taking Epsom salt baths, that's toxic. It releases, it releases sulfuric acid. And you need to be taking um, a magnesium flake baths, sodium chloride. Um, sodium chloride, I mean, and not um, sodium. I mean, magnesium chloride and not magnesium sulfate. Magnesium sulfate releases the um, toxic gases. So anyways, all that, all-encompassing okay. truth. Check it out at actualactivists.com i've got a website actual activists yeah and there's a daily blog and it's a nice one-stop shop for all sorts of truth uh awakening oh kind of i also truth. really appreciate that you added my show to to your website i didn't know until somebody brought brought it to my attention <laughs> oh cool that's rad yeah, yeah I've, I've got you on there because you're rad and um if you check out actual activists i guarantee that that page you'll learn something you'll find someone like yourself that that you love listening to or you'll find some information that really resonates or a video or a link to some more truth it's anyone can find something on there and i encourage people to sign up for the daily uh, little truth dropping blog that that exists the daily truths and then on there you can find the links to frankenskies and frankenskies2.com frankenskies.com <laughs> Um, the, the EMF protective clothing line and the Instagram and all that other stuff on my Instagram, Sparrow gear, um, S P E R O gear and also sparrowgear.com. But on my Instagram handle, which is Sparrow gear, I started getting some serious censorship and shadow banning. So I turned it into a library. And so on there now it's just books. I put books on there. So if you ever want a book recommendation, check out Sparrow gear. There's a whole nice library that continues to get updated with truth type um, inspiring tr uh, books that encourage everyone to read because that's the that's the future is physical books. Dude, I love it. I love it so much. I'm gonna put all that shit in the show notes so cool. uh, the cartel will be able to find out 
uh, what you are all about. They're going to be able to contact you, all that shit, dude. So, yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming on again. Um, and I really appreciate that you actually reached out to me again. You know, like I didn't contact you, you contacted me. So that's great, dude. You know, and this is what it's all about. Like networking with people who love the truth and, uh, dude, the truth sets you free, man. Any last words? Um, just gratitude for you. Um, and gratitude for you having your show and, um, speaking in the light of, of hope and, and that we can and will be victorious and that God has our back. Thank you very much. hundred percent, man. <clears throat> if God is for us, who could be against us? Right. Amen. Amen, brother. God bless you. I love you and uh, keep in touch and we'll do it again. Thanks. You do the same. Later, dude. See ya. Thank you very much for once again listening to the Red Bill Cartel. This is Nigel D. Fucking God speaking. Nigel, why do you have to say, why do you have to throw the F word in there? I don't know. You know, like some people say that uh, you know goats are satanic or some shit, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. What about you, David? What do you think about the uh, the goats being satanic? Do you, do you think that I am uh, blessed or cursed? Uh, I just think you're a goat, dude, and you're doing the fucking best that you can, right? So, dude, you're—I think you're coming with me when we go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to hell because I'm a goat, you know? I don't think so, Macho. You're—you're a good goat. You're doing the best you can, you know? So uh, just roll with that and know that you're coming to a higher place with, uh, with Davey, your uh, owner here, okay? No, Davey, you are not my fucking owner. I am owned by the creator. Is my creator Satan or is it Yahuwah, the most high God? The all-knowing, all-loving God. I don't know, dude, you tell me. What do you think? I think that uh, me being a very good god, that I'm going to heaven and uh, I love my creator and uh, he's going to put me in a good spot, you know? I hear that, man. And uh, I think that's what we're all striving for right now because we see a lot of the evils that's going on in the world, right? So we gotta worship uh, who we were created by, right? Yes, Davy, I I, I I believe that, you know, and uh, I love you, Davy, and uh, well, I love you too. I love you too, Nigel. And I love uh, Shayla and Fraser and old and Matt Ladman. Matt Ladman is fucking awesome, and uh, you know, uh, give credit where credit is due, you know. Absolutely. Thank you, Nigel. And uh, what else do you want to drop there? Uh, follow uh, Matt Landman. Uh, we put the shit in the show notes, you know. So uh, anybody who's, who is listening, uh, you put the uh, 
you know, you click on the show notes and you go to find Matt Landman and his activism, and he's fucking awesome. So, yeah, that's uh, Davey. What do you think about uh, us being, um, you know, like uh, doing what uh, we are meant to do? Because this goat right here, he thinks that he's doing uh, the best that he can, you know? Nigel, you're doing the best, dude. You're, you are the fucking best goat, dude. You are the GOAT. G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. Oh, well, thank you, Davey. And uh, anyway, uh, you go uh, do what you gotta do, and uh, thank you for the good vibes, man. You're welcome, Nigel. I love you. I love you too, Davey. And also, cartel, for you who are listening. Davey and Nigel love you very much. And you have a good day, and you have a good sleep, and may the Most High Creator love you and bless you for all eternity. Good night.